0: For the players, I'm Ryan Benson. I'm Max Cooper,
1: and this is for the players—the pop culture PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in the games mini environment. Thank you for joining us in this PlayStation Conversation.
0: This PlayStation Conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials facebook discord instagram and the website formerly known as twitter all of those links can be found in the description below if
1: you want to join the conversation as it happens head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures we watch us record this show live we can jump in the chat and become part of the show if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you are listening on podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you watch us on youtube be sure to like scroll up, comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcontress as well as our merchandise store, popcontress.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Man, I am all kinds of sore. uh, Thanks to you,
0: Max. No, not thanks to me. Thanks to your own stupidity. And you were showing off.
1: That's true. I was. I was having fun. So... (laughs) Explain, explain what went down and and how this happened.
0: Well, basically, Ryan thought he was younger and more fit than he actually is. (laughs) Yeah. And almost broke his neck trampolining.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the greater context. So Max has has brought in this reward system with his daughter. Your daughter, Hadley's what, three, four? Three. Three. So as part of that reward system is that, you know, if you do all X throughout the week, the weekend, you can do something cool. So this started two weeks ago. The first... It was really
0: awkward because the cool thing she wanted to do was hang out with you. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's
1: what's great about it, right? So she goes, you know, the first week, what do you want to do? I want to hang out with Ryan and James, James being my son. Um, and it happened to not be the weekend for my son. So I was like, uh, we'll have to reschedule. So we rescheduled to this weekend. So we all went to Bounce, which is the trampoline place that like last time we went and they had a our kids had a ball. Went again. And because like we went right in the middle of the day so peak riddling time i was just like let's fucking go so like all anxiety everything that i normally exist with was just gone like that one to two o'clock window like one, you know one you know one to round there a good hour two hours the best time to be me so we went to the fucking bounce and i was like ah, right let's just go and i gave it my all um, and I wrestled both our kids, um, and I, I got fucking hit, like need in the sternum. Uh, your kid tried to pin me a couple times cause we started wrestling. Um, cause my son he was like the, 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 normally it's the, you know, one person per trampoline rule, but the, uh, security guards or the lifesavers, whatever the fuck they are for bounce were two young girls, no more older than like 16. And they were just having the conversation off the side. They didn't give a flying I, fuck. I also think
0: on. they, I also think they realized that they had like 30,000 people for like 10 trampolines.
1: Yes. so this gave up. So it's kind of let whatever we want. So that was cool. Um, and then out of fun, I was trying to do front flips again because my sons can do them. And I was like, oh, so I can do them. I can't. And I was like, oh, what if I do this? So I, I, I decided to randomly see whether I could do uh, a Swanton Bomb, which is one of Jeff Hardy's finishes. So it's the idea, it's a front flip. But as you flip, let's just do this. So you flip and then you hang like a little bit with your face down. And at the last second, you you pull in. And you, and you hit your, uh, up, you, so your upper shoulders is how you take the bump. And I was like, I want to see if I can do this for funsies. And I could, I'm like, I want to see how many times, I want to, like, everyone was like, oh, that's actually really fun. Cause like that hang time, when you just look straight down at the, at the, at the trampoline is fucking scary and fun at the same time. And then you duck at that last, last second, you land well, it's fine. Tons of fun. Really, really fun. So I did that a stack. Did, that 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 part didn't hurt me. E- like everything else did, like all the jumping, like my hip joints are on fire. Um, yeah, jamalines J- 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 are fun, very very fun. Yeah. You uh you didn't go as hard like last time we went. You went a bit harder.
0: I yeah l- well like I like I said uh, yesterday I have. I have a gigantic split down my heel mm. and it's very fucking sore. So jumping not ideal. Cause I I went jumping the previous weekend because you weren't available.
1: Oh, have you gone two weeks in a row?
0: And, yeah, so I've been two weeks in a row. We really my should life, invest I, in
1: one of those like multi visit yeah, things. I think,
0: I think it may have been three weeks in a row, because I think we went not long before that.
1: <laughs> Actually no, maybe, um, yeah
0: so um maybe
1: we need to invest in a multi uh multi-pass
0: <laughs> multi-pass. multi-pass but yeah you're all like injured <laughs> in shit. So kind of <laughs> yeah.
1: it was really good, good fun, fun though fun. like my kid he like went uh, for dinner demolish because he used up all his energy and then he went to bed <laughs> and it was and he passed out like something fierce it was great how
0: was how was baking
1: baking oh yeah that was lovely so um so as I mentioned last, uh, la- was it two weeks ago? Um, my partner Phoebe met my met my son for the first time, um, and he kindly was like, "I want to hang out with Phoebe again." I'm like, "All right, cool." She can she come to bounce with us? Yeah, of course she can. She's not going to jump because her back's all jacked up, but she'll come. So she came, and that was great. And then they ma- and then uh, the two of them made, uh, uh, well and myself, we we made um, uh, cupcakes together. Um, then she stayed for dinner we had some pasta and then we watched the first half of into the spider-verse so they, they're getting along like a house on fire it's incredible it's great it's actually super easy like it's incredibly easy which makes it even better like there's like no resistance no fire nothing he's he's already like hook line and sinker he's a big fan like they were playing vr together because we'll talk about that in what games that we've been playing um yeah like it's it's so easy <laughs> I thought that I thought it was going to be hard. Like I'd not like I've had any hesitations because my kid's great. She's great. It's easy. Like it just fucking sinks up, you know, good stuff. <sighs> but I guess, is there anything else that I've been cool happening this week? No. Nah, neither. either. That's what have we been playing?
0: No. What have I been playing? Uh, I drove back into Atlas Fallen. Play a little bit more of that. Uh, yeah, shout out to stuff to for providing a review copy for myself, you and myself. Uh, so a little bit uh, I played another probably couple of hours or two hours or so. Uh, still feeling very much the same as last time. The traversals fun while you've got that sand surfing ability. And the second that you're not on sand, traversal becomes just this this slog because mm. um, the, the the game's so fast paced when you're in those deserted deserted areas that the second you're out of it, the the game really slows like it slows down a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm still upgrading my gauntlet. It's, it is my main scenario quest at the moment. It's like, hey, you need to... There's this There's this big fucking locked door. Just go fix your glove and you'll get the powers you need to open the, to raise the door out of the sand. Mm. Um. So I'm, I'm currently bashing my head up against this 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 one boss who just does not want to fucking die. Uh, it's basically one of those fucking dune sandworms.
1: Oh, nice. Big, big but uh, to, sand buttholes.
0: But I have to like hit it in specific weak points to destroy the core of the monster for it to actually die, and then every time it, it seems to have essential break points in it. So once you, once you get it to like, once you like once you defeat one third of its max health part, it's like ah minions, and then Ugh. I've got to deal with the minions, and then you get another third and He's like fucking more minions than the first time. And that's when I die.
1: And then that risk-reward <laughs> of, like, if you actually do good at the game, like, the, you bust everyone with your with your gauntlet, it actually works well, against that's you. That's
0: what it does. It lures you into this this, this false sense of security where you're, it's a one-on-one fight. You max out your fucking uh, momentum bar, and then he's like, there's 10 more dudes here now to smack the fucking shit out of you.
1: And then you don't want to, like, oh, I guess I'll just take a hit to bring it down. No, because you're going to get fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at with that at the moment. The story's still for now has is lacking something i don't know what it is but it's not pulling me
1: yeah and like for me in in the experiences that i've had with it is like it's the performance it's it's the story Mm. like for me it's lacking right and like being a big not a big gameplay person like what what yeah. brings me forward is story what, hence why i love playstation's first party games as much as i do because like that, that's what they're built on their bread and butter is yeah. really good story and like i don't give a flying shit about any of these characters any of the story and like unless it picks up and like i haven't seen it yet
0: a lot of the quests at the moment at are, are the very tedious fetch quests mm. um and my understanding is that when you play multiplayer it's untethered multiplayer with shared loot so mm. You could go to point A while I'm heading towards point B, type thing. So it lowers that, um, that arduous task of going from from A to B to C. Yeah. yeah. So well, well we we'll haven't have played try, it in multi what, yet, have we? We'll have to try it out in multi. Yeah. I think that that may alleviate a lot of the grievances that I'm currently experiencing with the game.
1: Very likely. Very likely.
0: <sighs> Other than that, um, more Baldur's Gate three. Mm.
1: How, how are you going with it now? Cause like I look, I I am so incredibly tempted by Baldur's Gate, right? For two reasons: one, it's coming on to PlayStation. Tick. Uh, I didn't realize. Like we were talking, discussing like how D and D it was. I'm like brilliant, but it's fucking more D and D than I anticipated. Like because I yeah, looked into it, it, and it's, it's literally built on five. Everything. It's built yeah, on it's five on right. e. There's a narrator. Like, everything is done by dice rolls. You can do whatever the hell you want. You can design them however the hell you want. Like, I'm in. It's the closest I can get to playing, like, a tabletop at the moment, which is which is incredible. But it's also really um, expensive. And I want to play it on PC, because what if the controls are really shit Um, in the UI for a PlayStation? That's the thing that's, that's got me.
0: Apparently, the controller supports pretty good. So, okay. um. So I am now, I'm now, I'm playing three simultaneous campaigns because I've got three, oh, that's different the other day, yeah. three different groups I'm playing with. We're all roughly equal. We're, we're at the back end of Act 1 now. I'm sitting on level 7-ish, which is not too bad. Max level's level 12. Um, it's real good. So there was a there's an encounter at the back end of Act 1 that I was having a lot of difficulty with on my solo playthrough. Um, and you know the, the combat is turn-based tactic, to, uh, tactic gameplay similar to that of if you were playing actual D and D. Um, so I tried this, tried this fight a few different ways, and nothing was working. I'm just, and by the end of it, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I cannot be bothered. Cast invisibility on one of my characters, walked up to the boss, and just fucking pushed him off a cliff.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Now. I won the fight and I got the XP, but I don't get to loot the person because I the pushed them off a cliff. The body's gone. So it was a shallow victory.
1: But a W is <laughs> a, a,
0: a W. A dub's a dub. <laughs> like, uh, the game is still really fun. Um, it's nice that I'm playing, it th- I'm playing it with three different groups and I'm, I'm having three different experiences mm. because... Um, MGB kind of,
1: in the chat just says "Sparta kick"
0: for for most is of that. What uh, went down? Yeah, I was like, a... "No, I literally just shoved." <laughs> just, just, uh. would have been really awkward if she made her save. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh. but um yeah, having three different experiences because we, I think I um, was saying this last week. We're playing with whoever is whoever's leading the dialogue is. It's their it's their call. Their role it's, playing so it how they would role play yeah. it. So, um because because of that reason alone I'm, I'm i'm having three different experiences like um there's just different outcomes like so for instance that the fight i was just referencing before mm. didn't even happen in one of my playthroughs because we befriended the person instead of making them an enemy and the only difference was was i failed a persuasion check on my playthrough that that pissed her the pissed the person off that i that we was succeeded in the previous playthrough so it's, it's so easy for allies to become for, for allies to become foes and vice versa depending mm. on literally how the dice roll.
1: which is yeah d and D as hell yeah.
0: yeah it's
1: really cool. But yeah so I actually watched a good friend of ours uh, Jess or rocker Mummy um, stream it the other day. And I was like, okay, because actually seeing it in gameplay, I was like, okay, cool. i am envisioning how this is working, how these would work, and then I found some video on Twitter of like them unboxing the collector's edition, and I'm like, this collector's edition is fucking
0: incredible. The collector's edition, so good.
1: And let's like, you know, it has full blown character sheets in it, and the oh. statue's dope. And
0: it turns out I have those character sheets because I because I pre ordered the because I bought the game in early yeah, yeah, access yeah part of the digital deluxe edition is you get pdf files of those. Oh shit. So I have those character sheets to print out, which is rad. Put
1: them around um, some nice parchment.
0: Hmm. Get a frame, put them on those lovely shelves behind you. So yeah, it's it's um it's pretty rad. I I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's it's, it's scratching that itch of cuz I I've, I've wanted to get back into D&D for a very long time. Mm. But it's so hard organizing it and putting it together and then someone has to essentially be the dm who gets to in a way kind of miss out on the fun to a degree yeah. um because no one ever wants to dm i
1: i like i've dm'd a couple times but like not fantasy and yeah. i find it quite fun but, so it's, but it's, only it's, when i know or care about the source material like if we so if we were to play like if you wanted to play a tabletop i can play we, we, we can play some tabletop no promises it'll be dnd because i find i find fantasy most of the time kind of boring. If you wanted something outside of that, I'm in. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
0: it's it's been a fun way to scratch that itch. Mm.
1: I feel that. Because, like, the game that I've been playing this week has totally scratched an itch for me. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. So, last week, Max goes to me, hey, have you heard about this this game? It's called Palia. And I'm like, what the fuck's a Palia? And he goes, it's essentially stardew valley the mmo and i and i respond with uh you what and he goes check it out so i did and it has consumed me this whole week so for those that may that may be coming new to the show hi right, hang on. um i love farming games and the thing that always makes me happy about farming games is weirdly the grind of looking after my farm. So what is an MMO if nothing but the grind and the grind is a farm? Fucking ticks all the boxes. So, so much so that like every, like I've been playing it before work. I think that I work from home. So it's really great. So I play it before work, work, play it on my lunch break, work, work play it for a little bit after work and then <laughs> you want to know okay this is how you know a game's got me because I never do this what do you think I do Max when I'm working
0: it's a PG rated show I don't think I can say <laughs> working
1: out. no no if I'm if this game is consuming me this much what would I be doing while I'm working from home
0: oh you're, you're clearly watching YouTube tutorial videos
1: I am watching my friend Jerdman stream it all day so I've got one screen doing my work, also, and then the laptops the second screen, and then because I have my, my my PC as well as my work laptop on the screen that I have to my left, um, it is just Jerd all day because he's been streaming it like crazy. So, and that's just been what, just me getting my fix. I'm seeing cool new ways to do things. Like it's it's not because it's it's not endless. There's, there are very clear ways you can do things, but oh man, I've been playing living piss out of the game. It's fantastic. Like I play a little bit of it today, um, obviously because I've had my son over the weekend, so I've not been able to jump into it. Um, but like, it's, it's so fucking good. So the whole premise of the game is that you're in this land called Palia and you as humans just appear out of nowhere. You just materialize in this shrine. And the idea is, well, you need to work out what's going on you get allocated this little like nook of the world to build your little homestead your farm um and it's cool and all the the characters are cool like purple people with ears and very cool art design and 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 interesting characters and and sort of personalities which is really really fun the world is is dope to explore has a real kind of you know it's, it feels like Stardew Valley without the combat which in turn feels like my time at Porsche but the aesthetically it feels very like there's a little bit of Zelda Breath of the Wild in there cuz you get like a you know big glider um, this the the art design is like a nicer brighter Fortnite ish so Ooh. it looks very appealing it because it's you know it's a multiplayer and its farming it feels very Animal Crossing at sometimes like it ticks so many boxes that it's incredible. I I, I absolutely love it. And it's all, it's free. It's in open beta right now. Now, I don't know whether it's ever going to full release. Um, So obviously the big hunk of the game, like not not hunk of the game, like there is no missions or anything behind cosmetic, uh, sorry, behind a paywall is purely cosmetic. And even then it's just skins. It's just like different outfits for your character or pets, you know, which is very common in the MMO space. it's it's Brent I I think about all the time and like it's just so fun there are some things that are interesting though and I do understand why they've done it but it's more of a okay that's interesting decision and that is that you have a maximum capacity of farming land and it's really not that much it's like nine nine by nine square three by three squares I believe it's nine and I guess the reason is so you can't mega farm and then just exploit the the currency system, which makes it. They,
0: they also may have fucking tiny servers.
1: Yes, and as this like, so, it's so currently every, capped so- for open beta, like probably because of the beta, right? So, but like you have this big plot that you can do shit with, like you can build this incredible house. So it, if, it if also you love, has to run. What was it sorry?
0: It also has to run on Switch.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, like if you <laughs> like, if you like the cosmetic like you know, interior design fun of Animal Crossing. Like you can make this incredible little mansion, right? And deck it all out. You go fishing, you can bring the fish in, the bugs are in very Animal Crossing way. You know, you go and get wood and fucking make fabric out of cotton and, you know, little you grow your own cotton and then grow it into blankets and you know and then you can build cool beds and like it's a stack of fun. Like if you if you like those style of games um the because fa- the far- the farming part that always gets like me most excited so i'm a little disappointed that's kind of capped. um because like all i want to do is sort of like well all right well, what are the most profitable heart- profitable plants blah, 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 time all that that's where i get my fun knowing that i can't do that i kind of have to farm for the benefit of my other things like well i know i need this i have to grow this to then make this to then make this so like there's a big cooking system in it as well. Um Yeah, like it's 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 Brent. Now is if is it coming to PlayStation? I have no idea, but I sure hope it does, because I would start it all again on console. And like thankfully like the ui is relatively simple so i don't see it having any problem if it were to transfer to consoles
0: obviously you'd lose I mean, the. I mean, it's, I mean it's on console it's on switch like there there has to be a yeah
1: but i mean from like a the upper like space console but if it's running on switch there's no issue for it to run on on playstation but as as of right now and i think because of the open the open store for the open eShop, right like you can just throw whatever the fuck you want on there and no one cares Um, It's probably working to its advantage at the moment Um, where PlayStation still like, they do have games that are in beta and that allows them to sort of issue a lot more updates, but in the same way that, you know, on PC, they can issue updates whenever they want because it is running through its own launcher. It's not running through Steam or anything, you know, so it's, it's like, its potential is, is, is great. And I think it hits a really, really good itch as you were discussing before you'd like something. it i just didn't think you'd like it that much <laughs> well look i said like i i have i have had you know run run-ins with uh with mmos before like i'd never dived into like yeah you know obviously not being a big final fantasy guy final fantasy never won me over i tried to have a go of um the milk Yes. oh that's some good cho- oh, i love a good Chucky milk um, I lost <laughs> um, oh, my train of thought. Because all I, all I can see
0: is your, you've your been into, seven month pregnant wife. You've never been, to, you've, you've wife. been into Final Fantasy? No, you have never been to Final Fantasy. The
1: um, and then, like, World of Warcraft, I tried to play, but I just couldn't gravitate to the lore all that well. So, like, doing the grind didn't benefit me because I didn't care about the world eso got its surface level hooks in me a couple times because i like the elder scrolls lore um <laughs> uh, buddy what's the need that blue blue heaven milkshaker packs oh that'll blow out my arsehole um oh funny enough mgb in the chat just mentions it We'll really, i'm not an mmo guy that much either once again to find a forceful 14, although i did play dc universe online okay dc universe online it is coming. It is getting a PS5 port the back end of this year. That is the first MMO to ever grab me, like so much so that the plasma TV I used to play my PS3 on burned in my hot bar. Like you could like the 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 DC universe on a you know screen in interf- a visual interface or whatever the fuck it's called. I can't think of the word right now. Um, User interface. Yeah, UI. That's the one. Thanks. I talked about mm-hmm. UI before. Mm-hmm. Oh God, i'm so like i'm tired and my meds wore off hours ago like i'm i'm a hot mess right now um yeah so much so that it burned in my screen and then i stopped playing it and i tried to go back and didn't really I, I thought i would love it again but no
0: that was final fantasy online for me i had the the me map burned into two separate monitors two mm-hmm. i just broke one one plasma that was pretty impressive
1: but yeah, I, I yeah DC Universe Online consumed me because I was playing it like 2011 when it dropped was like peak my falling in love with comic books. Um, so it was really great. So like as I'm reading more books and I'm learning more lore, like I'm playing these games that are just building up on it and making you want to read like these stories. Um, I love DC Universe Online. So yeah, I guess this is the one that's got me at the moment, which is lovely. Um, outside of that, so I had my son over this weekend and as we've discussed before, his love for, um, you know, those mascot horror games. So we played, there's this horrible series that he loves on steam called Garden of Ban-Ban. It's fucking trash, but he loves it. So we played the fourth one of that cause that came out this week. Um,
0: did well, you play Halo Engineer? No.
1: We did also download Halo Engineer um which is essentially this open you know it's like hey there's mission structure but just make bonkers vehicles like with snapping you know and that's it and somehow it's set in the hello neighbor world Uh, so it's a little bit above my six-year-old in that you have to kind of actually think about physics Mm -hmm. and like like what you know what components you need to build a functioning vehicle but the one that we spent but yesterday and today playing in that hello neighbor universe was hello neighbor search and rescue so this was originally meant to be a psvr psvr2 launch title however it did not launch in the psvr2 window uh it came out later and i thought it was too expensive so this week it's on sale so i bought it and we played that uh, a big hunk of yesterday and today um and it's fucking awesome it's tons of fun and my kid loved it um so i no doubt will be playing more psvr2 uh next fortnight when he comes back over um yeah because it's cool it's like think hello neighbor for those i know hello neighbor is the idea it's like yeah mascot horror where you're this kid who's trying to break into this your neighbor's house to steal apparently this dudes like kidnapping kids or some shit and you got to like break the key out of the basement. So it's kind of fun. It's like, you know, doing it in a VR space and it's all puzzle based. So it's like the idea of it's like, there's no clear objectives. It's just get to the basement, but there's four locks on the basement. Go find the keys and to get to each key is a string of puzzles, um, mm. which is interesting. And like this open-ended as it, at no point does it tell you what to do or how to solve the puzzles. And some, some of them are a little bit obtuse. But like, oh, when you, once you suss it out, like when you work out the, you know, the physics and the structure of the mechanics of the world, you go, oh, okay, this makes sense. So this one's a bit different. So you're not just playing as one kid, you're playing as five kids. So in the Hello Neighbor universe, they created a game called Hello, uh, sorry, Secret Neighbor, which was a, um, asymmetrical multiplayer, MMO, like multi, whatever, whatever, online multiplayer game, Neighbor versus five kids. Um, so those five kids are now the characters and you switch between them. So each of them have specific access to certain parts of the neighbor's house so that you would have so you know you find a tool over here that you need in this other area so you've got to find a way to communicate between the characters to get the tool from there to there to unlock this to then do It's actually like like there is literally like one of those serial killer red string boards in the hub area that you have to follow because you will get confused and we did get confused and we got a little bit lost. But we sorted it out in the end. But yeah, other than that, just usual Thursday night, uh, WWE 2K23 GM mode. I still don't have the belt currently right now. Craig, the mullet show has two belts. He has, so we have, there are three belts that we currently use. We have the cruiserweight title, which, which is the purple one, which is when Craig and I play our two, two man, gm we haven't played that in a while so no one has the belt yet then we have the intercontinental championship which is the one between myself craig and my partner phoebe um craig currently holds that on a technicality because he has a trophy and we don't uh and the fourth one which is the world heavyweight championship which is between phoebe craig myself and my housemate Ange. So we, we finally put the four, the, that one on the line last week or uh, this week. And uh, Craig also came out on a technicality. Um, <laughs> so he's, he
0: technically won. And- <laughs> no, the technicality is,
1: I don't think he, the, he, the other one, he doesn't have more fans because it's based on fans and money. Right. But if you happen to have a hall of fame trophy, it bumps you to the front of the list. So he has less fans, which is the main criteria, Buddy has a trophy, has a trophy, right? So he instantly kiss him to the front. And we're like, oh. so really Phoebe should be the winner of the three-man, right? Because she has the most fans. But Craig's like, meh, and winning. And he, he, he was all full of himself because he's rocking two belts. He's like, you know, two belt, Craig. You know, it, it there's a whole thing. Other than that, that's pretty much what i played. Yes. It <sighs> I ask in the session we call in the, Inform the players. we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. And, Max, the first piece of news you wrote: Sony news. None. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you very much yeah big no rush. sony really no sony news this week yeah, there it's was
0: pretty like, quiet I, was I mean there's like sony related stuff so you know there's stuff you know talking about the destiny showcase this week uh mm-hmm. the the spider-man stuff it's all technically Sony. And like related. firewall ultra is out
1: real soon which is fire sprite so that's a studio yeah but you
0: know uh, so let's dive into the big one this week which will be gamescom gamescom opening night live is happening this week 4 a.m on wednesday morning for us here in australia uh, Jeff Keighley has been busy building hype ahead of the event. However, just to ease expectations ever so slightly, Kelly has said that this year's show is, quote, less about announcing brand new projects and more about giving fans updates on some of the biggest games due out over the next year. Uh, one of his other comments will, was, uh, quote, showcase many of this holiday's biggest games. So it sounds like the focus will be on what is coming during coming out during 2023's final months. Uh, we know that Alan Wake Two is getting a brand new reveal trailer during the show. Uh, it's also been announced that the ex- uh, the Black Myth: Wukong from the China Hero Project will be mm-hmm. will be there. Uh, other confirmed games include Crimson Desert, Sonic Superstars, and Assassin's Creed Mirage. Assassin's Creed Mirage recently going gold, I believe, and had its. Um,
1: Sorry, in the um, chat, mute so so just jumps, jumps in and goes, "That guy is still is he still mad at the Bill Bill Clinton kid?" I totally <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. Oh, what a what an event that was!
0: Mm. Uh, and following from following on from open night, opening night live will be the future game show, airing at four a.m. Thursday morning. Damn, we're gonna, uh, have a lot of, you- we're gonna
1: have a lot to cover next week.
0: Hosted by Troy Baker and, um, and Erica Ishii, this showcase will apparently feature more than 50 games during its 90-minute runtime.
1: So a couple of things. Um, so mentions Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 got pushed back. Uh, got pushed
0: back by 10 days. 10 days. Oh, it's, it's, it's been pushed from the 17th of October back to the 27th.
1: Dodging that Spooderman, I imagine
0: dodging that spooed him in and, and uh and then yeah i think assassin's creed got moved forward from whenever it was in october to i think the 5th of
1: yeah because it's now also gold
0: yeah it's gone gold yeah. so they're like well, let's just fucking get it out there
1: yeah which is cool like i i, I liked a little bit of movement with the dates as of late mm-hmm. um i really like jeff Keeley prefacing that like hey this is just updates which i kind of appreciate um
0: because we have come to expect a lot of ex- like yeah. world first exclusive yeah. content dropping. Um, I guess this means Kid is not coming with Death Stranding. Team.
1: Well, no, no, it's well that that would technically fall consider an update. Would it? Yeah. Would
0: really well, the properly. game has been
1: it's announced. The game is announced. Therefore, anything that comes from now would be an update.
0: True, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, like, yeah. If you want to find a way to sort of get Kojima in there, that is how you get around it. And he's been a little bit active on Twitter at the moment, talking about editing trailers and shit. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if we see one. Um, at, at, here, a
0: twenty minute trailer at the back end of opening live.
1: <laughs> like, I sit here and I'm wondering to myself, like, oh, what, what am I expecting to come out of this? And I don't have an answer for you. I really don't, because. I just can't, like, also end of my day brain, you know, ADHD brain I mean, I mean,
0: I mean, we're probably going to see a little bit of Spoot. Uh, it'd be probably safe to say we might see more Spider-Man stuff.
1: Well, that's the thing. So, MGB yeah. in the chat did mention, he goes, uh, Sony being very quiet before Gamescom. So, has have they come out and said I mean, they're not I mean, doing anything?
0: I mean, to be Gamescom, fair, Sony's yes. always quiet all the fucking time. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. Like, their, their track record is just don't say shit. So, <sighs> yeah. like... I think the only way that they would be involved here would be if it's Spider-Man or if it's Death Stranding. But even then, there's no confirmation that Death Stranding's exclusive either. Like, PlayStation technically owned the IP, I believe, or, or publishing rights, which they then allowed off for 505 to bring it to PC, PC. and Xbox. Um, but there, there's some little asterisks there of Sony's involvement. That I can't think of top of my head right now. Downside of recording at you know eight thirty on a Sunday night, Um, but there's yeah at, there's nothing that's jumping out at me. Like even from even from an Xbox space, right? It's pretty quiet. Like we might get like we might even because we kind of just got a reveal trailer for Modern Warfare three. Like unless I they want to de- expand on there it,
0: they will definitely be some Modern Warfare three shit. Though.
1: Yeah, if they want to expand, maybe because I know that you're all like, uh, did you put it in here at all?
0: What? Well, ah, uh, no! It wasn't. There wasn't that much information. Okay. There was. Like, I... There was like a short teaser trailer about zombies being like a fucking open world yeah. map style. It sounds very much like what the rumors were. True, the, the, the rumors are true that it's 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 DLC for Modern Warfare Two.
1: What well, they're completely they're re- like, like. They're repurposing all the old maps.
0: Yeah, they're literally like, this is Modern Warfare 3, featuring all the original Modern Warfare 2 maps. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: But Favela's pretty fucking cool, Don't
0: don't call it Modern Warfare 3 if you're giving us Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, you bastards. Welcome to uh, to the
1: downside of ever-expanding development cycles, but still demanding a yearly uh, release schedule.
0: I mean, to be fair, Call of Duty's... On a sure is on a yearly release schedule, but it's three teams over three year cycles.
1: Yeah, but Modern Warfare 2 was last year.
0: Yeah, I know. But this is clearly DLC. Yeah. Because,
1: I also
0: think it was well, a no, no, I team.
1: say that because we know for a fact that like Sledgehammer got fucking yelled at because they're whatever they were working on got fucking canned. Like Infinity Ward have been pretty inconsistent and Treyarch is the savior, essentially. Like Infinity Ward mm. used to be the big guy, now it's Treyarch. Yeah so like that tells you whatever they had scheduled for this year got pushed or canned and then had to be replaced with the dlc yeah. you know and like they're all like why not just make fucking call of duty games a service already like for god's sake
0: well they have one it's called warzone
1: yeah but i mean like ongoing completely like just mm. just yeah. fuck it off or and you know and as a result you pay your 30 bucks and they get
0: it's because gi- they- then you don't have to repurchase your 40 dollars skins
1: True, but they'll just keep making more. And the, and then the and the, the the file size will get bigger and bigger and bloated like Destiny Two, I imagine. Um but yeah, if you'd ask me like what do I expect to come out of this, no idea. But mostly because like obviously with what the nature of what we do, I focus so heavily on PlayStation. And I'm like I don't get excited for these events anymore because normally they're so quiet.
0: I mean the only big thing coming out on Xbox anytime soon is Starfield and, and that's like two weeks away. So many, we've done so many showcases and um, I know. I know. There's a few. I think it was IGN posted on Twitter earlier today that their their review will be ready on the thirty first of August. I think it was. Yeah.
1: So like, so, I, so I review think, copies I are reviews, out in the wild.
0: Like uh, we do know people have them. Right around, I think reviews must be right around the corner. If if you know announcing that. So yeah. So
1: essentially, what had happened, and this this is becoming standard um, across different you know, companies is that they'll, so they will give you the, the 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 review copy, and they'll have a series of different embargoes, whether it be, there is obviously the review embargo, which is the day the review goes live. You could normally have a preview or impressions embargo, which is like, well, you can't talk about anything past this or these points, but they've also recently started bringing in social media embargoes. And the idea being that as per this date, you can say that you have it and what the review embargo is so it tends to whenever there's these bigger games is the it's almost like a hype builder and they go unless people know that it's out there because right? normally people just go hush hush until the review embargo right but they've recently realized of, like social media buzz if you go well we know people have it you go oh my god and then they go well you get information about it on this day they go oh my god and like it got mm. me because like are we gonna are
0: you gonna play it I've, I, it's already pre-installed on my console, ready to go. Oh, probably, in, see, I'm going to play it on, obviously. In, in all its fucking 30 frames per second glory. Why not you I, play on I'm might, PC? I'm going to re-download it on PC when I have it. Yeah. I mean, it depends on if I like it. We'll yeah. see what happens.
1: Well, as in, because it's, is it is it on PC Games Pass? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, just do that. If you have Ultimate, you get PC Game Pass. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm just going to do that. I am just going to like um I'm, I'm gonna play it and i think i imagine when it drops <laughs> the position podcast we play starfield because <laughs> i'm fucking i'm weirdly keen for it like and admittedly that little like uh, you know twinkle twinkle of of these little um uh, as what buddy in the chat refers to as the influencer embargo for movies is where they go hey here's you know because if it's a bit different in in the movie space because they're, they're smart they get influencers that they have a different review embargo because they know influence is going to jerk the fucking movie's dick right because like back in my day of when i did used to review movies one of the individuals that i used to do that with like he was notorious for just loving he either loved movies or hated movies right so like yeah I even he's re- this. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there are Xbox. Oh yeah, there, are, yeah. There's the Xbox ambassadors. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Once again, because because PlayStation doesn't have them. I forgot about them. And you know, there's a whole thing. I remember, I remember, remember that whole thing about the ambassadors semi recently. People that we know in the space. Um. But yeah. So like, I'm itching for Starfield. I think it will be cool.
0: It, I they- hope it does well. I really do hope it does yeah. well. I don't, I'm not, you know.
1: Yeah. See, the problem that I the, the 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 fear that I have is that like it is essentially fancy Starfield. Uh, sorry, fancy No Man's Sky. However, like No Man's Sky, you can wrap a bunch of shit on it all you want. It's elder space. Yeah. So, but the the core gameplay system of Starfield uh, of sorry of No Man's Sky was very good. So like you can build bases. Okay. But like the game, the core gameplay still sucked bum.
0: That's right. There's more Nomanski news later. Well, in the Oh,
1: show. Why, why just cut towards that now? Because I accidentally did that. I really don't inter- really don't intend to do it, that.
0: It's uh, it's under the heading of "I'm still standing." Yeah,
1: cool. Well, there you go. Accident. <laughs> like I did want to, Like I know I knew that news piece was coming, but I forgot, and I was talking about Starfield. Alright, so here's here's your No Mansky stuff. So No Mansky's Hello Games, massively successful sci-fi sandbox, celebrates its seventh anniversary this month. Um where we were all collectively apathetic and disappointed. What a what a time. What a time to be alive. Um it goes without saying who's fucking bleeping and blooping at me? Not me. Fucking goddamn Joel. Uh, it goes without saying that the game has changed and improved immeasurably since its launch in 2016. Looking back on that journey, the developer has put together a video ending with a tease for what's next. A quick run through, run through uh, each major update is punctuated by a teaser for Echoes, the next big thing for No Man's Unfortunately, there are no details on what it brings to the galactic table, but we'll apparently learn more next week. Gamescom? maybe uh sean murray uh founder of hello games and speaker of garbage is reflective in his statement accompanying the video he says quote what i did speak can't describe what it felt like end quote when players began exploring no man's sky at launch i imagine it was pretty fucking horrifying because he realized that he said so much nonsense and couldn't back it up quote it was already the, the culmination of five previous years of very hard work for our tiny team end quote Murray says adding that the team size pre-launch peaked at 15. "Quote, I've been working on this game for nearly a third of my life and it's been more successful than we have ever planned or dreamed," he says. "It hasn't always been easy, but the thing that has been our guiding star throughout has, throughout has been the players and the community." Murray says there's "quote, still a lot we want to try, so much we are all ex- we are all still excited for." And again, points to Echoes as the next big step. Our journey continues. Thank you so much for your support. All right, so this is the thing. It's been seven years. Uh, the game made an unreasonable fucking amount of sales at the start. Because Buddy in the chat does ask the question, who is funding this studio? All their content add-ons are free. Are they selling that many copies? I think they sold that many copies initially. And then everyone flogged off those copies and then when the game became available when, when they were like here's new updates they went back and bought another copy that's what i imagine went down and like that's how they've been able to do it because yeah every every piece of dlc has been free and has drastically improved the game in so many ways also big shout out to mad dog for the raid thank you very much my friend um so like that's sort of the interesting part is i love that there's still more that no man's sky can do and it's really supportive of those that are playing it which is great and as peckstar hey peckstar what's going on man uh uh, it says there's so much respect for them to stick with it and adding so much content to it i've been with it since launch see i've tried I played it at launch for a review, and I was really underwhelmed. I gave it a five because that's back then when we did reviews. So out of ten, I gave it a five because I, I cannot find a game that is simply a five. It was functional, but it was disappointing. Like a five to me is is right in the middle. It's like what most people give a like what most people give a seven was like oh the game's fine should be a five right and that's what it was um when i first played it because like the problem is the core gameplay loop which is laser shit put it in a truck put it in your space thing fly to another thing go laser some more things and then like the the grind of it wasn't fun the worlds weren't unique enough to it, to be engaging for a for a cycle like that for a gameplay like churn like that. It just didn't land. And then you would go to all these planets and they would, because of the nature of, you know, it really felt like, well, we have 16 ah, different heads. Noise. We very have 12 noise. different heads. Also, Rocker mummy thank you for resubscribing for one month at tier one. Um, you know, I was shouting out to rock one before because as uh, she was playing Baldur's Gate 3 and that kind of has sold me on the game a little bit. Um, yeah, so like the the... I wanted to like it. I went back when you could do like cool space battles and shit, but then you got to remember that you have to do all the you have to do the boring skeleton of the game to go do the cool space shit, and I instantly checked out again. What was your Nomansky's experience, Max? Cause I've been talking for like twenty five minutes.
0: Um, I played it to completion the first time. I made it to the center of the fucking universe. Oh, like, I had that. Mm, go. Okay, that's that's me done. <laughs> it was it was fine. Um. I I believe I re-rolled my campaign a few times because it's like, because of its random generation, the first three times I booted up the game, it, it, it spawned me on a fucking poisonous world and I couldn't do anything. Mm. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Um, but yeah, back then it was very bare bones. Mm. Um, I did go back recently when they added the multiplayer mm. component to it. But it is still very much that that core loop and if you didn't enjoy that core loop then there's not much like well, it was it was a lot it's it contained everything i hate about farming games
1: <laughs> i love farming and, i and, went and, on a, and, i went on this tirade and about and why it, i love and farming it, games and,
0: and no. it's in its worst possible form Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't doing it for me.
1: Because the problem that it had, it had, like, unreasonable... It was like, you need 45,000 of them. I'm exaggerating, but Mm. it's like, you need just to fucking function the laser that you're using to get things. It needs its own fuel.
0: I'm also not a huge fan of, like, survival games. Yeah. Like, if I have to manage my fucking O2 levels and my water and my... I'm just like, I can't be bothered. I just... I just want to explore and do cool yeah. shit. Don't, don't tether me to my fucking ship and not let me go anywhere.
1: Like, I love spreadsheets, but, like, even that's too much for me as well. But, like, if, the other thing as well, like, they're in this whole system that's like, let's do base building. Like, why? Your entire game is about not hanging out at the, one, the same place for too long. Mm. Why would I build anything? pardon me unless you randomly generate a planet with all the right shit on it which is unlikely i'm gonna fuck off this planet i'm gonna get what i need and bounce yeah either way but yeah shout out to them for still going by the way i you can tell like even after seven years i'm still a little hurt.
0: well speaking about uh, fans and being butthurt let's talk about the destiny showcase that's coming out this oh yes yeah, that's a good
1: good transition Well done
0: bungie has been in some some pretty hot water over their last uh for the last couple of weeks with their fan base mm-hmm. their their state of the game that came out i think it was like two weeks ago was at an absolute shit show um so yeah let's let's talk to Bungie showcase so, Bungie has announced it will be hosting its annual Destiny show, Destiny Two showcase, next week on the twenty-second of August. I believe it airs uh, at two a.m. on the following day for us. I think it's Wednesday morning for us this Gross.
1: week. You'll be awake? Will you be watching it at work?
0: I will be watching at work. Nerd. Um, it will feature fresh information on the final shape, the shooter's next expansion, which uh, and final expansion. Mm. Season 22 of the game that is uh, the next reprised Raid and, quote, more. So, following the release of Lightfall back in February. uh, Wow, was that in Feb? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Which seemed to divide opinion on its own. Bungie has struggled to keep a lot of its players on side with some decisions on playable content and the game structure being quite heavily criticized by parts of the community. So... Pardon me. I've always been a huge Destiny fan, a massive Destiny fan. Um, is your second? Life, oh, it is
1: your second wife, as you've, you've said. When?
0: Well, oh, not anymore. We're, we're divorced. Currently, are you currently separated? We're, we're taking a Ross and Rachel break. <laughs> 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 um, I think Baldur's Gate is when it's when you. Know? Um, I played baseball is- fan. <laughs> It's like um, Destiny life.
1: 2 Rachel in the scenario. She's like, there's yeah. no such thing as breaks.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And you're like, yeah. I was on a break. I was allowed to go play Baldur's Gate. You said it was cool.
0: Yeah, I haven't been back since the launch of Life Orb. I <laughs> finished it and went, this is pretty, pretty meh. And I have not been back. Wow. Um, every, every, every couple of weeks, I get a message from my mate who plays. He's like, you coming back soon? I'm like, I don't know. They changed <laughs> he's it. Like, he's like, nah, not really. I'm like what's the point mm. <laughs> i'll come back and do the reprise raid because i have a feeling um it's going to be crota from from destiny one so um, it's fine. i'll come back for that um they've they've lined me up to do a day one raid with a with a raid group so i'm like cool That's let's cool. Uh, assuming that child number two is not here by that date <laughs> i'm down <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, do, i don't know way, we, um,
1: did we discuss that last week
0: oh well my child could be coming yeah way so thinning.
1: yeah why why is your baby coming early max
0: uh because he's a big boy
1: because it's massive
0: <laughs> it's massive um i so- i fucking
1: died because max is all head so i assume his son is all head and it's like the short answer is do you want to blow out your vagine uh mrs cooper <laughs> And she's like, no, because like, cool. We need to bring your baby out a month earlier because he yeah. is going to come out like, like a forty-five-year-old man if he's in there any longer. A ball.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, he's currently just... six-two, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because
1: <laughs> your wife's like five-three. <laughs> he's cramped in there. It's like a bunch of clowns in a van.
0: Yeah. Apparently, his head's currently <laughs> sitting under her rib cage. So, oh, good time. man! Like, if for Hadley, she's vomed for nine
1: months, and now all her organs are crammed. You're lucky she loves you, because like you are destroying her internals. Ah, <laughs> uh, takes two to tango. <laughs> yeah, that's true unlike <laughs> destiny which you're you're currently not loving as much yeah, so like what do you expect and or want like what 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 do
0: they need to do to bring you back in i don't know i don't know at this point at this point i'm like nine years committed I'm yeah, like i'm yes. gonna see it through but this 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 seasonal content bullshit is like not okay
1: yeah
0: so for instance uh last week i got an email from bungie bungie do these like Updates, where it'll it'll show you, like, your most used weapon, your mo- how many kills you got. When and it just says, the- where the fuck have you been, Max? It's like, most played season, season one of Destiny 2, when it first launched. That's the last time I really played this game. Wow. <laughs> it was in season one, and we're about to hit season 22. Which
1: makes sense, because, like, you would dive the hardest in season one. Yeah. A so lot of games real, have come real,
0: out there real, since. The real, real kicker is that they're not raising the light caps throughout seasons anymore. Mm. So I'm disincentivized to grind and get on because I'm not... It's not like, oh, shit, I've missed two seasons. I can't play with my friends anymore because they're too high level. It's... There's been no level raised. What's so the I cap
1: don't... at the moment? 18, 16, 15, 10,
0: 50, 30 something let me open like are we talking guess. like
1: like 1500 or 15 uh,
0: it's 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 i think it's uh 1820
1: oh 1800 so. because like the point of, the, what i was thinking is that if, like if they keep raising it and it's going to be like dumb and you're like oh my light level is 4.2 billion
0: yeah so 1820 i'm pretty sure is the current max and all three of my characters this is sitting at 1810 yeah and I'm like, I'm okay with it. I can do all content in 1810. Hmm. I have to play a little bit more carefully than just fucking running in because there there will be times where I'll just get shredded because I'm a little bit under leveled. Yeah. But, but for like the most, the cool
1: PlayStation most, the themes didn't bring you home.
0: They've yeah, it's it's gone weird. A lot of the a lot of the outcry is like, you you guys just made a buttload of money from Sony when they purchased you, and all of a sudden. All the content that we were getting for free on a seasonal basis is now behind a paywall of of their in-game currency, silver, that you have to purchase because it's a premium currency. Um, their seasonal passes have gone up, mm. uh, so now it doesn't cost the lowest tier of silver. You have to buy two tiers worth of silver, so it's a yeah, hundred more expensive. So, is it's... Bungie in the shit here, or is it PlayStation? Well, I I will, if,
1: it sounds like it's a bungee issue. Mm. Um, well, seeing as like PlayStation kind of own them, but they're off to the side, like kind of do what they want.
0: Yeah, so it's just one of those things, and I think I think Lightfall really missed the mark for a lot of people. So they're going to really need to step up their game from what um, for what is to be their final. Farewell to Destiny. Yeah, like this is this is apparently their big ending to their ten-year plan. Like,
1: maybe if they maybe maybe what happened is like Activision sold this ten. What was left of their ten-year plan went. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the memes that are out there at the moment is like it's really weird when Activision isn't the one that killed Destiny. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: Ah, like there's a there's a there's. there's game um i've put in the quick bits there's a game coming to open beta on playstation soon called uh the first ascendant it's mm-hmm. a multiplayer shooter similar to destiny where you shoot big big fucking monsters and shit there's raids there's this there's that um and it's like you know everyone's been looking for that destiny killer for such a long time it turns out destiny is its own destiny killer
1: well it's the same as activision right everyone used to sorry was call of duty Everyone used to want to be Call of Duty, and now Call of Duty spends more time trying to be like everybody else. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get into what is the final bit of news, I believe. Yeah,
0: yes. I think we're, we're back up to Spidey Sins. Back to
1: spide- <laughs> The Spoods. So... Sony is taking accessibility seriously with the launch of its PS5 access controller later this year, but great work continues to be invested on the software side as well. As we know, ever since Last of Us Part 2, in an inbuilt software side of the game, it's every option you could ever think of. It's incredible. Marvel Spider Man 2 is the next ten pole title from PlayStation Studios, and unsurprisingly, Insomniac Games has committed to continuing to advance the suite of comfort features included in this release. While uh, the Burbank-based developer has yet to officially announce the full list of accessibility features included in the game, we've got time, got a month and a bit. Uh, The PlayStation website update has given us a glimpse into what's planned. Most noticeably, you'll be able to slow the combat speed down to 70%, 50% or even 30% at full speed, allowing you to more easily react to what's unfolding on your screen. Beautiful. Obviously, not everyone will want to do this, but it is a toggle option after all, but it should help make combat encounters more manageable for those with with physical disabilities or mental disabilities or people who don't feel especially comfortable playing action heavy games. So for those that do have some sort of physical disability of their reaction time is of a challenge there as well. If they may have an intellectual disability, their reaction times may be bad or their focus or their attention, whatever it is, there's a number of different reasons where a toggle like this is incredible. It's 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 like little things like this, right? And this is the thing we never talk about: like accessibility isn't about making the game overall easier. It's about making it more available for those that want to play it. Now there are, you know, we discussed this before. Like, you know, you know, accessibility is something that doesn't need. Like, it's beautiful when it's implemented, and I think it's incredible. Because, you know, we talked about it with, you know, Last of Us Part Two and God War, etc. Then you do have games like Dark Souls or, uh, you know, Elden Ring, which doesn't have any form of accessibility um, in terms of no ways to scale it down, no ways to alter it. And it's one of those things where, once again, from that discussion, it's not about making the game easier. It's making the game playable for those that are unable to. So Dark Souls, sorry, sorry, um, Elden Ring can still be as hard as it is, but allow for people to play it if they can't hold a controller. You know, because like part of that game's premise is its grind, is that it is hard. So no one, mm-hmm. like they're very, fr- like the idea of I'll oh, give it an easy mode isn't about making the game, you know, like that, That's it's that same, it's wrong verbiage. Right, where it should be more about make the game more readily available for those that want to play it.
0: So, Final Fantasy 16 did this recently in, a, in an interesting way. So, um, there are a few items in game that will essentially ease the player into some of the um, timing based uh, situations mm. in combat. So, for instance, there's one there's one accessory that just it will automatically dodge attacks for you. So if you don't have that freedom of movement to be able to like see something coming and react in time like hey we'll, we'll do this for you. another one was it it would automatically use potions when uh, allies health or your own health got too low. So if you're so focused on essentially staying alive in combat and you're not watching your health bar, it would be like hey, here's the top up that you need. And you can keep on, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't interrupt the flow of the game. It's just that little bit of extra help of if you're so fixated on what you're doing that you're you're missing a th- an important thing over over here and you're looking here, it just helps, that helps you out a little bit by doing that.
1: So in the chat, M- MGB jumps in and they said, personally, as someone who's semi-vision impaired and on the spectrum, they use the term uh, autistic, but like that's, you know, those that aren't in that spectrum, it's not the nicest thing to say, but as as they are, they're welcome to. <laughs> they can say whatever they want; it's their word. Um, while I don't use these settings, I'm glad there are a thing. They are a thing for those who need them. Uh, and auto dodge and auto potions—that sounds great. See, like I so mm. for those you know may remember, like my previous job was literally using games to assist those that are neurodiverse, have disabilities, to you know help understand themselves, the world around them, and reconnect with a community. So things like this. So I understand how important accessibility is because it's what i lived and breathed for five years you Mm. know until i was made redundant if i I didn't get made redundant i'd still be there now and i would still be fighting the fight so these little things is what makes the difference and it's the option to do so It doesn't, like, people go, ooh, but no, it doesn't change your experience of the game. You can play it however the fuck you like. No one's telling you to use those settings. No one's telling the individuals that need them to use the settings either, but the choice is there if they want to. Because if you don't have the dexterity to do a QTE, make it a hold. That's accessibility it's a little consideration for those little details and you know even even as you know as mgb mentioned someone that is vi- that is you know vision impaired or someone that is colorblind like if you can find a way to contrast the colors to uh, to assist someone that may be red green blue you know would come like i myself am like blue green colorblind like not a lot but like enough to fuck with me <laughs> you know what i mean so like I, I don't need accessibility setting, but if if my if my vision you know my, my vision was worse, I would want something, mm. right? Or even be able to play it for younger, like my son's six. Now, thankfully, he just grinded Spider Man hard enough to know how to fucking kill it in that game. But like, if we could tweak it down a little bit, he would he would have engaged it in it quicker, and then we would have been able to crank those settings away, and he would have been all right you know so pexter in the chat goes i hate people are getting triggered over it as you said it you don't need them it don't use it and once again because the the problem that we have this is a greater issue it's that self-identity right people pride themselves of who they are in their ability to play games first of all the fuck is wrong with you there are so many more important things in, in the world that you should use to define you being a good person Maybe having empathy for someone that isn't you. That might be something that is more endearing than I'm really good at at Dark Souls,
0: right? Hey, I'm proud of of the fact that I beat Elden Ring blindfolded on a DDR, man. Fuck you. Well,
1: shout out to you. You can do that. Well done. For some people, for normal people, you know, normal people, quote unquote, (laughs) like that is unachievable. So imagine if you're someone that does, like, I am, like, I'm neurodiverse as fuck, but, like, mine doesn't impact me in that skill set. Yeah. But imagine if you're someone that is, that's physically disabled or has physical health, you know, physical challenges or whatever, that gap, for you to go, ooh, and do it with like this, that makes that game seem utterly impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a lot, I have a lot of issue with it. I have a lot of issue with people on the internet because the internet's full of fucking horror. See, the problem is the internet The internet is run by people, and people are people, and people are garbage, right? So, like, on average, people are pretty fucked. And then you put them in the internet, and they get tribal about it, and they're like, I, I need to defend my turf, because the idea of someone someone going, hey, the thing that you like, it's not for me. They go, Well, I, so you're saying that I love this, therefore I'm that. You're like, oh, you know, what you love is shit. What you're saying, what I love is shit, therefore I'm shit. Like, no, I just don't like the thing that you like. I get real mad at social media like all the time. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, and then I have a more, platform more. like this where I get to get all rant. Everyone's like, hey, you know, I don't believe in what, you know, someone can come here. I think your opinions are wrong, right? I'm like, fucking shout out to you
0: and then you're like you're not wrong yeah you know you're
1: not wrong my opinions are bad all the time
0: uh right, spoiler alert i've already said all the quick bits so i'm gonna add a sneaky. oh have we really so the first ascendance is getting a ps5 open beta on the 19th of september this is brand new news
1: i had no idea max (laughs)
0: Alan wake 2 has been pushed from the 17th to the 27th of october oh shit, shit i spilled while? that one early my bad uh and assassin's creed mirage goes gold really stay forward oh i did that fit. one too oh okay Ooh. this on me my bad <laughs> um if you want a good laugh though yeah Baldur's gate 3 has hilarious speed run categories
1: i did see so, there was like how quickly so, can you smash
0: how quickly can you smash which i think is like eight two minutes? minutes two minutes 30 seconds <laughs>
1: Last episode was eight minutes, so like eight
0: minutes in um, Pound Town, two and a half roll, minutes. You can, you can roll. You can roll credits in under ten minutes. All right. Which is insane. I'm, I'm
1: kind but of yeah, there impressed a, by the two and a half it, minute smash.
0: Yeah, you like, like four time,
1: That's like four times my record.
0: Like it's like four smashes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can normally like have that have a break and go to sleep in two and a half minutes <laughs> what's this mgb um, i saw on tiktok the
0: sex speed run like damn without context yeah. that's
1: a fun sentence
0: yeah it's um <laughs> the game is so good um oh actually that's another thing i'll add here because i forgot to mention it when i was playing it um i've got this really weird bug in both games Three where every probably, time probably from the is- smashing Every time I look back into the game, my character's nude, <laughs> and he's we- and then um, and then I reload the save, and my character's magically dressed, but he's wearing one of the NPCs' underwear. I was like, "What?" The, my favorite <laughs> oh, thing. Like, I remember smashing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, the exchange underpants my favorite thing about the patch notes i think was like the uh, the early it was like oh we've we've ensured the dick c and d doesn't just clip through pants i was like that's incredible like that's a literally encountered dick physics because you'd be running across this dnd battlefield dick just going in and out of your pants
0: apparently it was only with a specific set of racial gear hmm. so what if like the base the the base races gear that you start with it just had no dick clipping and you could just... So you'd run and, you'd be, and it would just like... So every time you got into a cutscene to talk to people... Just weenus everywhere. It'd <laughs> just be, you know...
1: Why am I not playing this
0: game? <laughs>
1: this I'm this screams Betson as fuck. Exposed weenuses. Smashing in less than two and a half minutes. Can say and do whatever I want.
0: Dice rolling.
1: Dice rolling. Farming, I imagine, at some point. You really need to play it best. And cool. well, as, as I said at the start of the show, Rocker, you were the one that kind of inspired me. Like, I, I it ticked all my boxes. And then I saw you play it. And I was like, oh, this is, I got I to jump on it. But I spent my money this week on uh, games for my son. So either I'm a good or bad parent, I don't know yet. But I want to play.
0: It depends on the games. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing what he's been playing, bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong.
0: But things and I don't know who be to harass to at a code, otherwise I'd just do that. <laughs> but but things he could be playing soon are... Oh yeah,
1: here are games that are coming up soon, and I'm, my son isn't playing any of these. Uh, upcoming titles, Fort Solus, PS5, August 22. Immortals of Avium, coming to PS5, August 22 also. Uh, we previewed that back in the day, thank you to EA. Very super keen for this one, I know you are. Like way more than me, like I'm keen, but you're like double keen uh smurf's cart my son better not want that game god damn ps5 ps4 uh august 22 uh rocker in the chat says oh i forgot about immortals me too and i literally i emailed ea like three days ago and i went hey i totally thought this game was coming out they're like yeah it's fine um <laughs> uh quest after being uh originally coming out on the 8th push back due to save files just disappearing
0: literal game breaking bug yeah
1: i did love it and all of the all of the jpegs apology you know delay uh, posts on socials theirs was just the game's deleting saves i'm sorry we can't put it out i'm like that's super honest and i love it uh blasphemous 2 the blaspheming um august 24th that's not its full name it's just blasphemous 2. uh firewall ultra is coming to your psvr 2 on august 24th uh lost Idle uh, Whatever. Coming. I was going to fucking play anyway. August 24th. Uh, Ride 5's coming to PS5 on August 24th. Shotgun King, the final checkmate. PS5, PS4, August 24th. Um, and one that gets max, all turgid for two and a half minutes to smash. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, PS5 slash 4, August 25th good times good times well this show's been going for just over an hour you know how many smashes that is many 30 yeah and asleep and <laughs> Yeah. all right let's get out of here thank you ah, so much for everyone for joining us uh, this week as always uh as I, as i say each and every week time is the most precious thing we have in this world and you've chosen to spend it with us so thank you and you should really consider your decisions uh max send she's us home two and a half minutes <laughs> yeah two and a half minutes that's all you need
0: <laughs> quick adventure, i know my
1: part i know phoebe's watching <laughs> and she's gonna punch me
0: She's like, mate, you're letting me down. Two and a half minutes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: the, look, the video is going to export. It's going to take some time. Uh, well, everybody. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on the YouTube. <laughs> this rock is rockers burning me in chat. You better build up, better build up that stamina. I went to
1: Bounce yesterday. I fucking joined. <laughs> if
0: you too would like to smash in under two and a half minutes, <laughs> check out our socials <laughs> Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and the artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> oh, going to punch me lying. too. <laughs> what? Well, you can't make it for two and a half minutes with Angela. <laughs> oh. You are just letting the team down. No wonder you don't have any fucking belts, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. There's a delay because they're watching it in the lounge room. And I forgot about the delay. So there was a pause and then I just hear them erupting in the lounge room. So nice. Uh, yeah. you know i am sexually just disadvantaging everyone it's a it's a real tough time to be me but if you want to join the conversation as it happens head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures we watch us record this show live we can jump in the chat and become part of the show if you want to support the show you, financially you can head over to patreon.com slash popcultures as well as the merchandise store, Culture shop we can buy shirts other sort of shit with our logos on it i'm pretty sure i skipped a whole section there about it, like
0: a needs medication for his two and a half minutes mash problem
1: yeah yeah if you want to support financially and allow me to like keep it going for longer um there is you know the ryan wants to uh, org. it's an organization now uh it's also informative so it could be uh ryan wants to smash.edu um
0: the government's involved it's dog gov <laughs> it's publicly a, funded it's a it's publicly government funded initiative brought to your Publi- publicly funded what's
1: <laughs> by the australian government can
0: <laughs> but until uh, next
1: week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper And that was for the players.
0: And way longer than two and a half minutes. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Yep. Yay. <laughs>